You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's News and Insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Tax Wrap podcast, episode 109. I'm Steve Burnham, joined by Andy and Letty. Again, hello. Howdy, we're, Steve. We're the, uh, the, the dream team, it seems, every week. Um, now, guys, I was on the phone to one of our members this morning who, after we settled our business, he was um, had vented about another ATO outage or, or something that happened, which I actually didn't know about. What's what's going on? Yeah, that's right, Steve. So what happened last week was, uh, again, the ATO website and also ATO systems, which includes the, um, at the moment, beloved <laughs> tax agent portal, oh, yeah. has, has gone down again. So there was another outage. And this time the outage was pretty much um, over four days, between three to four days. So it happened essentially on Friday. Saturday, Sunday, and parts of Monday. Oh, okay. so, so at least there was a weekend thrown in there, but still. That's right. But again, um, you know, we've spoken about this at the start of the year mm. um, with the initial outage, which happened in December. That was pretty much uh, that was a lot longer. Yeah. And then that went out for a week. So the ATO has obviously come out and said that again, it's the same hardware issues that they were experiencing. In December, mm. and and so most will recall that uh, they had installed some some hardware by um, Hewlett Packard Enterprises. So they put that uh, about a year or so ago, and it's gone belly up in December. And again, it's it's been affected. Um, we've had some teleconferences with the ATO. They've indicated that uh, this time around, it's caused by what they refer to as a nodule. So I'm trying to do my very best to talk in <laughs> IT speak, but once one of these nodules failed, the rest of the system sort of shuts down. So it's... Mm. Um, one thing relies upon another thing. So. That's right, yeah. Mm. So um, they've been working very hard, the ATO, in trying to restore these systems. They've got functionality back as we speak, but uh, of course um, there is dented confidence out there by oh, tax practitioners. To say the least. And agents. Yes, yeah, so it's pretty much Groundhog Day, isn't it, Andy? <laughs> it sounds like yeah. it's happening all over again. Yeah. Uh, but people this time, they're not just thinking about the current outages and the problems that it's causing currently, right, for the practices which is bad for enough. the clients, which is bad enough. Yeah. But people are also thinking ahead. So there's been media reports this week mm-hmm. along the lines of people saying, well, what happens 1st of July? There's, there may be very little public confidence that on 1st of July, the ATO systems will be ready to receive Fed of June tax returns and you'll have businesses and individuals waiting for tax refunds and so forth. Mm. Now, the commissioner very quickly acted upon those unsubstantiated reports and basically he's come out to issue a statement to pretty much say, as we've said before, we're working on it, we're trying to deal with it, we're trying to get to the bottom of this and there's absolutely no cause for concern for 1st of July at this stage. Now, being the humans that we are, of course, we're of a suspicious nature, aren't we, Steve? Well, it's not just that, because it's, it's, it's happened again. I mean, that's Absolutely. The thing. So what, what is the guarantee that 1st of July will go all swimmingly well? Mm. But at mm. the same time, the ATO has come um, to its defensive front and said that at this stage, there's absolutely no concern about 1st of July. Mm, yeah, that's know. right. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the statement right here, Steve. And okay. He says, you know, and I quote, we are absolutely confident that taxpayers will be able to to lodge their returns and receive refunds on time from 1 July. But as we said, you know, do we, do we take that with a grain well, of salt? One thing I wanted to bring up also is that, yes, okay, 
it's not just taxpayers. What about tax agents? I mean, the guy was on the phone to this morning. He, he said he's actually thinking he has to send the couple of casuals home that he had put on for you know this week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of issues um, for practices if they're running businesses, particularly with staff, because once the portal's down, you'll some staff might be twiddling their thumbs. Yeah. They can complete the return online, but they might you know just trying to lodge things and trying to get the information that's required, mm. particularly when the ATO's website's down. I mean, we we find ourselves internally when it's down, we can't access things such as... Oh, uh, different documents, you know, different and, documents and, yeah. and so forth. So it's it's quite a pain in that regard. So so the ATO has come out with the statement. The Chief Information Officers also come out with statements. So there's statements left, right and centre at well. the moment trying to provide those level of assurances. Um, there is uh, some... Uh, some some finger pointing to some extent. They've you know they've said that uh, HP Enterprises they've flown some you know real high level staff in to have a look at the issue okay. uh, from overseas, trying to stabilise the system because what they want to do is now transfer everything into onto a new platform or new hardware. So it's going to take some time, and we foresee there being some additional outages as they they test these systems. And, uh, and on another going forward looking note, we've also been discussing internally, haven't we, Steve? Mm. How about the ATO's other plans this year for implementing digital, oh, that's right. digital revolution, so to speak? For example, the permanent transition to POS, or the, exactly. the lodgement system, which yeah. is meant to happen in a few months. And how about the implementation of single-touch payroll, which is also meant to happen halfway through the year? That's true. And all the other plans as well. Yeah, so that, there's some... Uh, few pieces of food for thought there, Steve. Well, what, what about like in the uh, ATO app? I mean, do you think that will be effective, the My Deductions tool? No, I think, you know, from what we've heard, um, there hasn't been anything impacting the functionality of that because that's a standalone app on your phone. Oh, OK. However, okay. indirectly, if the ATO's IT resources are dedicated to solving all, all these big crises that are coming up every couple of weeks... Yep. They may not dedicate so much time and resources to doing things like developing I suppose. new aspects yeah. of the app. H- has PwC started their overview of things yet? Yeah, so so what we spoke about last time was the commissioner will undertake, or the ATO will undertake an independent review, and they've engaged PwC to undertake that because presumably they have the expertise with these sorts of systems issues. So that's going to commence shortly, and the oh. report's expected in... March. So March, yeah, it's not, not long. This is more grist for that mill, I suppose. The, uh, that's right, yeah. So the question that we've put is whether there is any scope there or will that uh, report be made public? Oh, so, yeah. so in terms of the actual scoping, they want to find out what caused it and preventative measures. And, um, I mean, the ATO has been upfront and transparent and forthcoming. They, well, they need to be, don't they? Exactly. And so they've even asked us if we know any practitioners who might be able to assist uh, them in their inquiries. Oh, well, that's good. They came to us. That's right, yes. So us and the other professional associations, just to seek some feedback on, you know, how practitioners are handling this and what administrative measures can uh, the ATO implement Mm -hmm. to to help practitioners overall, particularly things such as whether they should extend certain lodgement dates or or all those sorts of things, just to to make the practitioner's life a lot easier. Well, FBT's coming up soon, so that's... A big thing. Maybe if uh, any listeners out there have some more stories to share with us, please send us an email. We'd you know, like to hear them.
Okay, uh, what, going forward then, Andy, we just uh, have our fingers crossed or yeah. what, what happens? Yeah, it's a bit difficult at the moment. The, the teleconferences that we've had, uh, the ATO sort of just crossing their fingers and sort of had to grit their teeth a little just to say, well, look, just hang on for let a the, moment. Let, let the Hewlett-Packard let the, let the process, do their thing. Let the processes uh, inter- internally and with the help of these, um, um, these external providers sort of bring the system back up to, to scratch. Um, yep. Like Liddy said, how that affects, you know, some of the other programs, digital programs going forward, particularly that transition to standard business reporting or POS. Yep. That's always going to be one. that's going to be a big one, and um, we, we suspect here there there is probably scope for some form of deferral. Okay, okay. We we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, wait and see, and cross our own fingers in the meantime. All right, uh, Letty and Andy, thanks very much again. Thank you, listeners, for being with us, um, and uh, we uh, bear with it. Uh, we'll all cope and get through it somehow. And please come back next week, and we'll talk again. <laughs>